Thanks for downloading this podcast of the Texas Radio Theater Company. For more information, you can visit our main website or our blog at txradiotc.blogspot.com. You'll be glad you did. The Radio Memories Network is brought to you in part by Liberated Syndication, podcast publishing made easy, libsyn.com. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. The Radio Memories Network welcomes you to the world of modern radio theater, an old medium revived for a new era through the Radio Memories Network. It's now time for Radio Drama, where we perform on the stage of your mind. The curtains are your eyelashes, your hat our fly space. Different parts of your brain are the costume, set designer, and makeup artist. And your eyes are in your ear. Audio plays have been broadcast since radio began. Minus, 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 one. Join us as we continue the tradition on the Texas Radio Theater. Blue Proton Space Ranger! I'm the Whisper. It means murder, Watson. Onward to adventure! Away! Because it's not only the theater, but it's the theater of the mind. The mind! And that's what I'm writing Jump for. Jump Rob. Renegade! Ready for impact in three, two, one. <laughs> Tying on the rope now. It's the realm of your imagination, where anything can happen, and usually does. Hi, and welcome to the Texas Radio Theater Podcast. First, I want to thank all the many folks who've sent in donations. After we've been obnoxiously mentioning that we do have a PayPal donation button on the last couple of shows, uh, it's actually worked. So uh, thank you very much. Uh, these podcast shows are listener-supported, and uh, like I said, the button can be found on our blog and our main podcast page at Libsyn and on the donations page on our main website. So, Also, for anyone in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, we record our next live audio drama coming up at the end of April. It's an all-new Cliff Proton adventure, and that starts on April 25th, 2008. And if you think these are fun to listen to, should actually see us do it live. In this podcast, you'll hear chapter two of Cliff Proton and the Quantum Suit's Loose Thread of Time. In the previous chapter, Cliff's chain drinking of Robotine Colas and the discovery, the shocking discovery, of his new ship's lack of washrooms make it necessary that they take the ship in for an emergency landing on a planet or asteroid with suitable gravity. That comes to you right after this message from Decoder Ring Theater, a group we used to play a lot of when we did our weekly broadcast on KNTU. DecoderRingTheater.com New Worlds in Audio Adventure Narata, Romanistric I call the darkness forth to serve! Dear God, 
What have we done? The name's Justice. Jack Justice. I'm a private detective. In layman's terms, that means I take educated guesses and wild hunches based on experience and trade them for money. And every so often, someone breaks my nose for my trouble. That's not so bad. The pay is a joke, and the hours are lousy, but there's a certain je ne sais quoi to it all. You can stand apart from the batting crowd, wear your hat at a rakish angle, chew a gaudy metaphor in the middle of the day, be in the world and yet not of the world, as they say. Now this is a smooth ride. Yes, very nice. It's cozy up in the front seat, isn't it? Yes, very nice. I'm gonna do something fiendish to that tracker. We're almost there. And we're not alone. What? I don't want to alarm you, but the entity is behind us. Coming this way and fast. Well, at least we know we're headed in the right direction. There is that. There. Just ahead. Red Panda. There are bodies at the front door. The void of space is no place for humans. I look forward to proving you wrong. And I look forward to feasting on your entrails after I destroy your rugged ship. Crew, ready all guns and open fire! An all-new, full-cast audio adventure and mystery every second Saturday. Only from DakotaRingTheater.com On. Atmosphere. Pressurized. Main power. 100%. Main thruster is on. Check. Prepare for hyperspace, Space Rangers. Ready. In three, two, one. The Texas Radio Theater presents... Cliff Proton Space Ranger! Prepare yourself as you are catapulted far into the future, where everyone lives, flies, and eats out of tubes, where traveling to Jupiter or Mars is as easy as catching a bus, and where a powerful space ranger named Cliff continually challenges the futuristic forces of evil and their assault on good and decent life forms everywhere. Yes, folks, prepare yourself for another adventure of... Cliff Proton Space Ranger! As you fearlessly fly with Cliff into the far, futuristic, unfamiliar future, you'll meet his faithful robot friend and companion, Mark One, an artificial life form that's able to do almost everything a man can do, and then some. You'll also meet his creator, Dr. Heterodyne, the head of the Space Science Association, inventor of improbable gadgets, fixer-upper of broken mechanical things, and certified know-it-all third class. Finally, in this story, Space Ranger second class, top pilot first class, and occasional voice of common sense, Sarah Jones follows our fantastic, fearless space hero Cliff in this far-flung, fabulous, futuristic adventure of the future. Today's episode, The Quantum Suit's Loose Thread of Time, right after this message. Greetings, Space Rangers. 
Cliff Proton here for my favorite soft drink in the galaxy, Robotine Robot Cola. You know, cola prices have been going up lately. You may think it's because America has a serious dependency on foreign cola flavorings, but that's not all. Labor is a big factor, too. So at Robotine, we've cut out the middlemen. Employees! And we pass the savings on to you. Nothing's too drastic at Robotine in our mission to bring you inexpensive soft drinks. Robotine Robot Cola! Mixed by robots, canned by robots, and delivered to you by robots. Look for the shiny soda machine that looks like a robot and get some cool, refreshing, inexpensive Robotine Robot Cola today. And now, back to... Cliff Proton Space Rangers! Chapter 2 of the Quantum Suit's Loose Thread of Time. Cliff and his crew were taking Sarah to get her new ship at Detroitus Prime when tragedy struck. Sorry, Cliff. We have no washrooms. No washrooms? But I just drank my dozenth Robotine Robot Cola. Uh, do you need me to find a uh, coffee can? Or there maybe? will be no need for that. Should we call Response Star? <laughs> I say we should find a suitable place to land so that I might check the engines. Well, I'm on it, Cliff. In the meantime, I'll just run in place. <laughs> I'll still look for a coffee can. Found a planet really close. Coming in for a landing. Thank goodness. Fasten your seatbelts. You're still running in the place, Cliff. Aren't you going to shit down? I'll take my chances. When we hit the ground, I think I'll need to be ready. All righty. Retro rockets fire. Heat shield 100%. Atmospheric thrusters priming. Beginning descent. Please secure all items and fasten your safety belts. Oh, yeah. And someone needs to put me in my upright locked position. I got it. Uh, Thank you. And here we go. place. Is there any animal life? I don't think so. Just a rock with breathable air, huh? Oh, and a few bushes. That's right. But I brought the quantum suit just in case. What'd you bring? Uh, Hold on. I've got to close the door. He said he brought the quantum suit. Oh, right. The quantum suit. It's one of your best inventions, Dr. Heterodyne. Thank you, Sarah. (laughs) I can't think of how many tough scrapes we avoided by having that quantum suit. The creature from Quadrant 5 comes to mind. Yeah. Mode 1 gives you incredible power. Mode 2 gives you invincible defense. Mode 3 makes you completely invisible. And Mode 4 turns the suit into a rocket pack. So, Doctor, when will mine be ready? Oh, soon. Uh, Very soon. Say, Robot, uh, you brought something else with you. Didn't I? Yes. uh, What's that little metal box? Uh, I don't know. It was just sitting next to the suit. I wanted to ask the doctor about it. See? What? Oh, oh. (laughs) you brought my newest invention. (laughs) How nice. (laughs) 
everyone. This is my quote. Jeepers! Should we get our ray guns ready? Oh no, dear girl. I think that was just clear. All right. Anyhow, this box is my quote. How many colas did you give him? I lost count. Well, this metal box with the red plaid print and the chrome metal clasp on the front is my it's my quantum lunchbox. What makes it a quantum lunchbox? Oh, perfect timing. <laughs> Open it. Open it. Hey, there's food inside. A bowl of hot soup, crackers, butter, a pumpernickel bread, a, a cup of hot tea and some potato salad. The soup and tea are hot and the butter and potato salad are cold. How? It was just put in there. By who? One of the cafeteria staff back at Earth Space Command. But we're light years away. Oh, the answer is simple, dear girl. This lunchbox exists here and is connected through quantum space to a mirror image of itself that exists at headquarters. When the lid is closed and latched, it can be opened by the cafeteria staff. Every mealtime, they are instructed to open the box. Oh, they remove whatever's in there and replace it with a fresh meal. One if both ends are open at the same time. Oh, that can never happen. The clasps are interdimensionally synchronized, oh, like the quantum shoots communication system. Only one can be open at any given instant. Hi, guys. I'm much better now. Everyone back in the ship. Ow! What's wrong? Hmm. It seems the door is closed. Well, open it. We can't. It's locked. <laughs> I see. <laughs> All right. Uh, club washroom. Runabout. Safety deposit box. Space command locker. Give me a break. Just open the door. Uh, here it is. <laughs> Hold on a second. It doesn't fit. Doc! Cliff, that key is to your last Star Cruiser. Uh-oh. I'll bet I know exactly where the new Star Cruiser keys are. Where? Safely inserted in the ignition console. Nuts! You've got a backup, right? No, we haven't had time to make spares. But they usually give you two keys. Where's the other? On a ring. With the first one. And the response star remote. That's great. But hey, we've got the quantum suit. What? You want me to rip the door off and get the keys? A robot, that would compromise the seal. The minute we got into space, all the air in the ship would be shucked out. No, I meant the hangar, see? (laughs) I can bend it into a handy little hook. A hook? Nice job, robot. Thank you. And how do you intend to hook the keys? Um, we could hook them through the window, maybe? It doesn't matter what size hole you make in the ship. We'd never make it into space with all our air. Unless we went through the garbage disposal tube. Of course! The triple airlocks! So, robot... 
Which hatch is the jettison tube? None of them. What? You can always count on height and quality. No jettison tubes. You have to carry your trash out with you. Fine. Give me a hand with my quantum suit. Uh, if we're stuck, well, I guess, I guess we're stuck. I may not be able to fly everyone home, but if I bust open the door, we can call Response Star and wait for rescue. Oh, don't be so hasty, Cliff. You don't need to ruin your new ship. You might be able to travel in time. Can the quantum suit do that? Which a little modification I've been working on. That's great, Doc. Well, I haven't worked out all the bugs, and it's uh, more like making quantum jumps to other dimensions than actual time travel. But it sounds like our only chance. Doc, how can the quantum suit go back in time? Well, at first, you slip into the interdimensional vortex. Once there, you will look for... The Gates of Time. The Gates of Time. No, the Gates of Time. The Gates of Time. Yeah, the Gates of Time. You can't miss them. Big pillars, uh, lots of dry ice, uh, indirect lighting, and uh, swirling vortex. I see. Hmm. You will go through the Gates of Time and ask to come back to this very place a few moments before your ship lands. And when it does, I dash in there, get the spare key... And then wait until I make the jump I'm about to make. Yeah. So right after you leave, uh, you'll come out from uh, behind those bushes, and we'll all be on our way. That sounds dangerous, Cliff. Yes. But someone has to do it. All right. Let's get your chute ready for the trip. I must first take some of your new spline material from around your jetpack. There. It's made of a special telestrium alloy, <laughs> like your power cell. Configured correctly, it can disrupt time, space, and electromagnetic fields. Strong stuff. Mm. And it's got a nice minty flavor. You're chewing it. Mm, yeah. I'm breaking down the molecular bonds. With your teeth? No. Spit. Hold still. <coughs> there. Now your chute is configured for time travel. Gee, that seems so complicated. Yeah. Oh, I would probably never have figured this out <laughs> if I didn't like to chew the spline material so much. <laughs> Try some? No, thanks. So am I ready to zoom into the other dimension? Oh, yeah. You will press your invincible defense button, but you will not be invincible. Your chute will instantly slip you into the interdimensional vortex. When you're there, do not remove the spline from where it is. And don't, for heaven's sake, shift your suit into any of the other modes, or you may never get back. Got it. Good luck, Cliff. We're all counting on you. Okay. Here goes. Cliff Proton Space Ranger! Away! Time! Fear me! No, 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 that won't do. 
I am the keeper of the gates of time. Fear me. Hmm. Let me try to... Oh. Oh, dear. A real one. I am the keeper of the gates of time. Fear me. Hi, Betty. You can drop the act. It's just me. Oh, Larissa, what brings you down here? I heard they had you on the gates of time again. Yeah. Since the sisterhood took over the interdimensional vortex, this is all I've been doing. Sorry. You must be on somebody's garbage list. No kidding. Anything new? No. Just that nagging feeling of deja vu. Again? Yeah. So what are you doing for the sisterhood? They have me posted on the Zone of Ultimate Peril. Ooh, I've heard of that. Used to be better. Nobody has any imagination anymore. The whole thing starts looking like another version of the SS really, really big. That bad, huh? No, I'm just trying to make you feel better. Someone's coming. Pour some water on my dry ice and step back behind the pillar. May I talk to the traveler? (laughs) Knock yourself out. Where am I? You're in the zone of ultimate peril. Pass at your own risk. Oh, no. This is supposed to be the gates of time. I need to get a key to my starship. Sorry, Charlie. Uh, No, I'm Cliff. Sorry, Cliff. So, um, I should go back? Well, you can't go back this way. There's an information kiosk through that swirling portal there. Oh, thank you. I can't put my finger on it, but you look familiar. Have I met you before? You may have encountered others in our sisterhood. Sisterhood, huh? Could you mean the sisterhood of Jolie? He speaks our sacred name. Yes, you're quite knowledgeable for an off-worlder. You say your name is Cliff? The White Cliff of Dover? Um, no. (laughs) Cliffhanger? No. Then you must be Cliff Note. No, I'm Cliff Proton Space Ranger. I met and fought alongside one of your kind. If it wasn't for her staff of Olar, I would never have defeated the creepy creature from Quadrant 5. I believe her name was Rowan. Our High Priestess. Then you must be the Cliff. I couldn't tell you. No, she speaks of you. She told us that after your amazing adventure, after you defeated the great space octopus, you would come back and help rebuild our civilization. Yes, and that's more important now, since none of the males of our race could accompany us into the interdimensional vortex. I see. You must come with me. Oh, Ron will be so excited. This way, Cliff. I can't wait. Our future is finally secure. Oh, well, back to the gate. I am the keeper of the gates of time. Fear me. Darn it. I am the keeper of the gates of time. Fear me? Cliff? Is it really you? 
Oh, Cliff, it is so good to see you again. Yes, likewise. I knew it. I knew you would finally come back to me, just like you said you would. I still have the optical tube you gave me. See? Hi, I'm Cliff Proton, Space Ranger. Enjoy your refreshing Robotine. Hi, I'm Cliff Proton. Ah, uh, yes, uh, Space... <laughs> so the Sisterhood of Jolie have been promoted. Last I heard, you were guarding the gateway to Quadrant 5. Yes, but that got pretty dull. Now we are the keepers of the interdimensional vortex, including time, peril, various dimensions, and oblivion. Oblivion? Where's that? Nowhere, really. The interdimensional vortex is quite a move up. Lots of additional responsibility? And paperwork. I see. Oh, my beloved Cliff. We have many other things to talk about. What are you doing? A little drink? Oh, uh, thank you. Living in the vortex can have its advantages. Two advantages. <laughs> you always know what to say, you sly space ranger. <laughs> Bracing! <laughs> Tastes like kerosene. Would you like more? Uh, let's let this breathe a bit. Now, um, when the space Valkyries left, what did you do? Simple. After they followed the space Vikings, it left the door wide open for us to take charge. Congratulations. Uh, speaking of doors, uh, I'm looking for a key. A key? You are on a quest? Yes. And I could use the help of one of the bravest warrior priestesses I've ever met. How about it, Rowan? Just like old times. You both honor and insult me. Did I? Call it a knack. You did not come with the intent to see... me? Well, uh, sure I did. Uh, I just didn't know you were here. Uh, um, I, I mean, uh, I didn't say I didn't want to see you. Did I? You did not know I was here? Um, I... Well, not really. After all, we've been to one another. Honest, I meant to call. I just had a thing. You know. Lock him up. Atomize the key. Yeah, you said he would just jump out of the bushes with the key and we'd be on our way. Yeah, theoretically, he should already be back now. You see, to Aj, his journey through time, no matter how long it took for him, should only last a fraction of a second to Aj. We can't contact him? Well, of course we can't contact him. I mean, think of it this way. The timelines, the one that he's in and ours right now, are completely incompatible with the temporally linear frequencies. There's no possible way to communicate with him. He's on his own. Hello? A complete unknown. Doc! Like, like a rolling stone <laughs> without a phone. Hello? Robot? Anybody? Come in! This is Cliff Proton! 
I'm calling on my rubber space tachyon, two-way self-elasticating quantum suit communication ring. Unless we were to use the rubber space tachyon, two-way self-elasticating quantum suit communication ring. Is there anybody out there? Amazing, Dr. Hedridine. Ditto. Yeah, it's in constant sync with his suit on the quantum level. Can anybody hear me? Completely bypassing the standardized rules of uh, time, space, and dimension. Is anyone home? <laughs> I made it myself. <clears throat> Hello, Cliff. How are you? Oh, thank goodness, Doc. I'm locked. In a dungeon. Why is he locked up? I imagine because he paid attention and did not use his quantum suit. Yes. Good boy. Now, can I please switch my suit back to fighting mode and teach these warrior priestesses some manners? Oh, no, Cliff. I would advise against that. What you need to do is get out of the interdimensional vortex and uh, just uh, skip to another dimension. Skip what? Dimensions. Skip dimensions. You know, <laughs> to a universe where ooh, apes evolved from men, <laughs> where computers have free will, or, or where people actually follow traffic signs. Bizarre. Oh, it will be. <laughs> Once you're there, you need to go right back to the interdimensional vortex and find the gates of time. <laughs> this time, do not get attacked, sidetracked, or bushwhacked. <laughs> Good tip, robot. Well, well, it's worth a try. What do I do? On your arm, you will see more of that minty fresh spline material that shields your glove. Yes. Should I pull it out? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. I see it. Uh, there are also several nuts and bolts that keep your power control system attached to the front of your chute. The middle one is called the proto-nut. Got it. What next, Doc? Uh, you put the spline yes. in the proto-nut yes. and you shake it all up. Uh, doctor. Yeah? Yeah. In the protonut. Yeah, and shake it all up. Doctor. Yeah. Let me get this straight. Is the spine all it takes to help with Cliff's jailbreak? Oh, yeah. For goodness sake. It's just a piece of cake. Doc, I think you're great. Are you sure it's no mistake? Yeah, Cliff. You put the spine in the protonut and shake it all up. Well, normally you wouldn't be able to transport out of an electromagnetic restraining field, uh, but the stress on the protonut will create an EM feedback cancelling effect. When you jump around, uh, you'll be disrupting the field, and you should be able to just press your transport button and uh, slide into uh, some bizarre alternate universe. Sounds better than being locked in a jail. Here goes the spline. I'll put it in the proto-nut, and then uh, I'll jump up and down. Is it working? I don't know. I think the electromagnetic restraining field is buckling. Good. Hit your transport button now. Cliff Proton Space Ranger, away! Okay. Where is he this?
this time. Yeah, Dr. Hetrodyne. Yeah. I admit, he ought to be here. Okay. Hello. He's not answering, and he's not here. Great observation, robot. Thank you. Well, the communicator appears to be uh, kaput. But, Doctor, it didn't work. Oh, well. We'll try something else, then. But he's gone. Oh, no. <laughs> he's not gone. Sure he is. Do you see him? No, uh, but that doesn't mean he's gone. Well, for goodness sake, he's got to be somewhere. So where is he? I don't know. Hello? Doc! Sarah! Robot! Darn, communicator! Broken again! Hey, hey, kid, where'd you come from? I'm not sure. Huh. Doc said there might be some strange anomalies. Hm. Hey, you look familiar. And so do you, in a deja vu kind of way. Is this asteroid halfway between Earth and Detroitish Prime? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm Ledge Ion, Assistant Space Pad Toll. <laughs> oh, well, I'm Cliff Proton, Space Ranger. Hey, hey, look at you. A full-fledged Eagle Scout, huh? Hey, but you're not from around here. How can you tell? Well, I mean, only robots and women have positions of authority. The rest of us gals are just here to pick up after them. You said gals. Well, yeah. I mean, we're, we're technically we're guys, right? You know, but you know, everybody just says gals for everyone. Easier, I guess. Hmm. I seem to be in a dimension where men are women, women are men, and robots... Well, I'm not too sure where the robots stand. Oh, the robots are in charge. <laughs> we all serve the big robot. Great. Just what I need... Hey, Ledge, who's your little friend? Uh, hi, Professor. He's uh, Cliff Proton. I think he's an alter ego from another dimension. He says he's a space ranger. No <laughs> kidding. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm Professor Hermogedine. Professor Hermogedine? Yeah. Wow, you sure do look like Ledge. My goodness, you could be brothers. Yeah, or identical cousins. <laughs> So, uh, Professor, do you think he can come with us on our mission? We sure wouldn't want to just leave him here on this rock. I'll go ask the robot. All right, thanks, Prof. Oh, fearsome robot boss, I have a question for you. You may speak. Our little assistant space pad to ledge has found a new friend on this world. His name is Cliff, and they look like they could be identical cousins. Ha! What are the odds? I don't have time to compute them. We've got the time jump to prepare for, and trillions of credits to get, or I'm not, Robot LXI Space Ranger! Yeah, I know. But I was thinking that an extra human hand might help, seeing that time travel is all high-tech and complicated and stuff. 
Is this Cliff trustworthy? Can we tell him about our scheme to take over the Earth Space Federation? Oh, yeah, absolutely, boss. He is as loyal to his metal master as any organic you've ever met. This pleases me. You may allow Ledge to bring him aboard our time ship. Oh, thank you, robot boss. You are too kind. Oh, Ledge! Ledge, sweetie, come over here. Uh, yeah, yeah, prof. Your friend Ledge, a cliff, can come along. Thanks, professor. No problem. Allow me to introduce you to Robot LXI. She's our metal leader. Nice to meet you, Robot. You may call me Boss. Oh, of course, uh, Boss. <laughs> I think she likes you. <laughs> Greetings, Boss. Hi, Professor. Hello, Ledge. Hey, who's that little dumpling? Hi, Sarah. Uh, that's Cliff over there. Well, you could call him Ledge's cousin. Well, I can only assume that he knows what he's doing, right? Actually, we were just getting to that. Oh. Yeah, he's cool. I said it was okay for him to be here. I didn't mean to doubt your wisdom, boss. No offense taken. This time. Besides, what can two pad toll gals do with a half a trillion credits? <laughs> it's not like they'd be allowed to spend it or anything. Half a trillion? Uh... Uh, we'll go make sure the time machine's ready for the jump. Good. What are your orders, boss? We jump in 15. Everyone to their stations. Come on, Cliff. Let's get on board. So Cliff is stuck in a dimension run by women and robots, about to board a time ship designed to secretly subvert the sovereignty of the Earth Space Federation. Will Cliff be lured and seduced by their enticing, seductive, insidious, and pleasing skills of seduction? You'll surely see in Chapter 3 of this episode of... Cliff Proton Space Ranger! Cliff Proton and the Quantum Suit's Loose Thread of Time was produced by Shannon Froelich and the Texas Radio Theater in cooperation with the Arlington Museum of Art. It was written and directed by Richard Froelich. It featured the voice talents of A.J. Glendening as Cliff Proton, David Grant as Dr. Hetrodyne, Jonathan Cooper as The Robot, Teresa Kozak as Sarah, Shannon Atkinson as Rowan, Larry Groby as Ledge Ion, Cheryl Livesay as Professor Homogedyne, and Jerry Hall as Robot LXI Space Ranger. Additional voices were provided by Ken Rady, Bob White, and the cast. Live sound effects were performed by Bob White, Jerry Hall, and Rhiannon McMillan. This production was recorded in front of a studio audience in Arlington and Fort Worth, Texas, and is copyright 2005 by the Texas Radio Theater. For more information about the Texas Radio Theater, please log on to our website at texasradiotheater.com. Well, that's it for this week. On behalf of our cast and crew, I want to say thanks for downloading, thanks for listening, and a special thanks to the folks who've sent us donations via our PayPal button, strategically located all over the Internet. In a world where your eyes are in your ear and imagination you'll find the Texas Radio Theater. Watch more radio. 
at texasradio.libsyn.com.